Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. Oh, I'm your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky Blackamora, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling, Donnie Wrestling. A.K.A. Donnie Capri from that time I traveled to Italy, Europe. A.K.A. <laughs> Don Strowman, the Patreon Don. A.K.A. Thanks for nothing. You're dismissed. Oh, bye bye. A.K.A. The Modern Day Goof. Ha. Raja. Coming at you like Scott Bakula, baby, baby. Come on, Sam. Let's take a quantum leap. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, gabba. Gabba, 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 wee. Gabba, gabba, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The girl, she is mine. And, She's fine. Shock the system. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction. Being prepared for a night she'll never forget. (laughs) (laughs) With all of our spicy, spicy, that almost made sense, (laughs) wrestling (laughs) reactions. Woo! We got predictions on the tens, and hey, remember, kiss your kids goodnight. <laughs> kiss your kids goodbye. <laughs> I thought you were going to say kiss your kids goodbye. Remember, kiss your kids uh, goodbye. Wow, you want to try one? Oh, man, yeah. Okay. All right, ready? You're listening to WYP, home of the Eagles on Philly Radio. Up next, you got John Cena, but I can't see him. Is he here? All right, man. We haven't got good at that at all. Flabadoo. <laughs> I thought that's a skill we would pick up. Didn't you use? Didn't you think he said white rapper dude? Rap, yeah. I thought oh, he rapper said dude. That. I thought that's no, what he said. That's not what it is. Well, I was. It's wrong. a sample. He says something. Somebody's well, name. Unbelievable. Well, uh, hey, coming at you, everybody. We got, we got breakfast on the tens. We got lunch on the nines, and we got dinner on the fives. Coming at you. Traffic is hot, baby. <laughs> Oh man, hey guys, for your first listeners, you probably turned this off already, but this is a pro wrestling podcast. I swear it is. I'm spiced up, had an audition today, had a little bit of coffee today, and um, 
Kind of weird, got a lot of nervous energy here, but uh, we'll get into that before we get into it. Remember, this podcast is grassroots, okay? Support us like you support your candidate for prez. Uh, donate. Go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. And look, we're not asking for handouts. I mean, the rewards on there speak for themselves, okay? We got tons, tons of bonus episodes on there. Movie dissections of movies with professional wrestlers in it. And uh, uh, um, interview with Cole Cabana, interview with Nicole Byer. Tons of stuff. The nine to five, eight hour episode. I mean, the value on there is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wish for a you couple could see. Dollars, yeah. You can listen to. I don't know how many hours on there. Probably like a hundred hours. At of least, content. yeah. Evergreen content. Ten percent of which is one episode. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that, <laughs> that that is true. Anyway, also remember to rate and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or if you use a droid, whatever you do on there, go on there. We're trying to get our push to 1,000 uh, uh, subscriptions. Right now, I think we have only like 222, which is embarrassing, especially That's... considering the numbers of people who listen to this podcast. But hey, we're making it worth your while on there. So I'm going to be mailing out Artist prints from the the artist, as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to professional wrestling. Lauren Moran gave us prints of mm-hmm. uh, 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 her Becky art, which is the, the iconic art that was, I saw all around the Royal Rumble, all the shirts. It's her Becky drawing of Becky with her face bleeding. As far as I'm concerned, that is the official merch of Becky because yeah. the WWE merch for Becky is horrendous. Yeah, not great. <laughs> uh, yeah, really bad. Um, uh, uh, just go in there, rate and subscribe, give us five stars, write, in the re- write a review, a nice review, and write your name in there, and I'll track you down, and I'm going to mail you stuff, okay? Anyway, uh, um, yeah, remember, we got... Oh, also remember, you can cash in, get your opinion on this podcast. I keep forgetting to plug that we can cash in. You can leave us a voicemail, and your voicemail will be played on the show via a cash-in feature. Some people are asking me, what's the cash-in? Oh. Right? You, all you do, you leave us a voicemail, 316... 316- 530-2429-316. Blow my mind. Gabba gabba wee gabba. Hey, cool it, Howard. Hey, look, remember, okay, these are a big, big announcement. This is the main thing, okay? And maybe I should leave with this, but I didn't, because it's just, this is not a professional show, okay? No. Calmania, WrestleMania weekend in New York City, Saturday, April 6th at 4 p.m., Right before the ROH show, five blocks away in Midtown Manhattan, five blocks from Madison Square Garden. So if you've got tickets to go to the ROH G1 Supercard show, right before that, come check out Cal Mania. We're going to be doing a live podcast, live comedy show, um, and uh, it's going to be an awesome, awesome time. Dolph Ziggler will be on the show. So uh, you can get tickets right now. They're selling pretty fast. Um, so get, just buy them now. If you're thinking about coming, buy them. Yeah. Uh, you get, uh, check out all links of, uh, uh my social media, my, uh, at Dan Black Attack. Uh, the link at my Instagram will be there or on my Twitter. Also at Dan Black Attack. Didn't realize these social media things were going to stick around so long. Uh, those are my handles, but, uh, uh, uh also <laughs> just go to Improv Asylum is where the show will be. Check out their website, Improv Asylum. Uh, you can buy tickets on there now. They're not expensive. Uh, and if you're in a URL guy, tiny.cc slash cow mania and for your dad http semicolon slash slash tiny.cc slash cow mania okay great now look um 
before we get into Fastlane, Raw, and SmackDown, unfortunately, um, I got to throw over to the phone. We have on the line right now Adam Letterman, the current, unfortunately, the current heavyweight cow champion um, for the new listeners is the ex-sponsor of the podcast who stole the cow title from me. You can see all that, uh, you know, check out our Instagram, join our Facebook page, talk about wrestling at four in the morning. You can see all this stuff is documented. Um, he stole the cow title from me. I've challenged him to get the cow title back through a match, even though he stole it from me. I graciously made him the champion. And I've challenged him at Calmania, April 6th, tiny.cc slash Calmania, buy your tickets. But he's turned down uh, a match against me, and he says he's on the podcast here today, and I have to let him on, right? I mean, he's the champion. We have to hear. We, ha- we have to, you know, we have to hear what's going to the fate of the title. So he's here, and he's going to announce who is going to be the first challenger, the number one contender for the Cal Heavyweight Championship. So, uh, I know, should we throw to the phone? Yeah, I got him. Hold on, let me just play it in. <sighs> okay. Uh, he should be there. He's there. Adam. Yeah. Adam? Yeah, Dan, you there? Yeah, all right, everyone, uh, Cal Universe, we have Adam Letterman, the current uh, Cal Heavyweight Champion on the line, here to announce who will be the number one contender, because uh, obviously it's not going to be me. Uh <laughs> Adam Letterman, nope, who's going to be the number one contender? Unless you choose me. Yeah, Dan, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, it's, sorry, it's loud. I'm just leaving Del Frisco's. I uh, got a couple of my associates with me celebrating another multi-million dollar win. You know, you got to love asbestos. It just keeps paying the bills. Yeah, okay. Um, love asbestos. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you got to love it. I mean, yeah, you have okay. to love it. Right? I mean, the kind of money we're making out here is crazy. Um, so anyway, let me just walk to a, a quiet corner. I uh, wanted to call. You know, my mom was on the podcast last week. She was being verbally assaulted by your mom, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, that's what you and, saw. And uh, she made some prom, she made some promises. And uh, you know, listen, I, I she said I was going to announce who was going to be getting a title shot at Lettermania, and I'm not going to make her look like a liar. Certainly, I've always been a man of my word. So uh, here I am. I'm here. I've I've um, looked through and I've thought about who's going to be. Uh, Getting a title shot, and I got to tell you, it's hard because Cal Nation is full of undeserving losers. And uh, you know, listen, it's not easy to pick somebody, but uh, you know, I've narrowed it down, and I'm ready to announce who's going to be uh, who's going to be getting a title shot. All right, well, who's it going to be? All right, so of all the people in Cal Nation, it's going to be <clears throat> uh, Mr. Letterman. Can I interrupt you for a moment? This is uh, who's uh, that? T- Ted Kozak, Hollywood attorney. You know who I am? I have no idea who you are. Oh, that's a shame. What do you do? I am an attorney. You don't know who I am? I have no idea who you what are. Kind this, of law, this, what kind of law do you practice? Is this this big shot, quote unquote, lawyer that Skyler, Pitch Mr. Perfect, has been talking Sky, about? Is that yeah, who this is? Skyler Aston's a personal client. Yeah, that's that's true. You know? Uh, do you know Skyler? Uh, you know, I knew I knew I should have called in. You know, I I, I had a feeling. That you sleazeballs had something going on here. Okay. Well, here here's the thing. Well, we have some legal issues here with you. Okay? I don't want to be You here. have legal issues yeah. with me. I don't have any legal issues. I'm here as a favor to my yeah. client, Skylar Aston, Star of Graves. Thank you and for being I here. Just, I am just here to represent his interests so that I make sure he doesn't get himself to any trouble on this podcast. All right? So we do have a couple of legal issues. Yeah. All right? Just a fair representation. Right, well, so. There's nothing wrong with representation, right? Aren't you? Don't you represent people? I brought some representation. Yeah, who are your clients? Anyone like Skylar Aston? 
I mean, Skylar Aston, that's a client. I mean, I Zac even, Efron, do you know Zach Efron? Are you guys? I, I mean, I feel like no one in Hollywood works. What are you? You're hanging out. You're hanging out on a fucking. You're hanging out on a podcast over here. What are you? I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be afraid. You're fucking. You're, you're a podcast lawyer. I'm not trying to scare you. You're just all of a sudden mentioning you're afraid. I don't know where this is coming from, but you seem. I asked you who your clients are, and you said no one works, and you're all afraid. I, I mean, listen. I can't put my clients' names out there. That's a. That's a breach of. That's a breach of confidentiality. That I'm because not most of them are dead from asbestos poisoning. Well, that's that's one way of looking at it. Okay, so we're gonna press charges on you uh, against me for what? The first charges that we're gonna press are for assault and battery in both the states of California and New Jersey for assault on Mr. Newman and Mr. Black that we have on video. Oh my God, is this a load of bullshit? Uh, first <laughs> video, of all, the idea of video is bullshit. Wait a second. The video clearly shows that I was attacked. And acting in self-defense. I was acting in self-defense. I think maybe you only saw part of the video. The video is not doctored in any way. All right, listen. Agree to disagree. Full, I, but I was acting in self-defense. Okay, agree to dis We'll get back to self-defense later because there's more charges coming. Slander and libel. For referring Slander to and libel? Yeah, what did I say? referring to Dan as unfunny on social media. That hurts his career. He can't get a job. I know him only through Skyler, but he doesn't work. Uh, he doesn't. I think he doesn't have a high-powered lawyer like you uh -huh. would know that a, tr a defense to slander and libel is truth. And truthfully, Dan Black is not funny. Can you bring? Can you stipulate to that? Can you bring me depositions to that effect? Because I don't have any knowledge of this man's comedic potential. I only know what my client tells me, which is that uh, he's a fan. The third one is larceny for stealing the cow title, which was technically in Dan's possession and the possession of the Comedians of Wrestling podcast at the time that you took it. I would I would argue that I earned that title. That is grand uh, I would larceny. Argue that I was wronged and that in exchange for being wronged on the podcast by him not reading my advertiser reads, I took the cow title as collateral and then things deteriorated from there. When uh, Dan couldn't handle it, but so you're 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 then advocating that you can operate in a shadow economy. Someone doesn't read an ad, you can just take their belt. To be fair, Mr. Kosak, it's a title. It's a title, not a belt. So okay. I would appreciate the respect I deserve as the rightful cow champion. Oh, well, according to according to the what everything it's I've priceless. seen is it's, you don't have any. Value. It's definitely not priceless. It's garbage. It's but it means something to Dan, so it means something to me. These charges, well, yeah, you, <laughs> there's a real beauty waiting for you. Attempted murder. Apparently, you threw uh, Newman off a cliff. Attempted what? Attempted murder for throwing someone off a cliff. He put Newman in the hospital. He threw him off of a cliff. You threw him off an actual cliff. <sighs> uh, well, listen. <laughs> Did, you just groan? <laughs> Did you just groan? You were just charged with three meaningful charges and one attempted murder charge, and all you have to say is, uh. Listen, I'll say that that video shows Newman plotting, plotting an attack on me plotting an attack on me, premeditated attack on me, and I was forced to defend myself. And I would say, I would no, argue it was an unreasonable that I exertion pushed of force. Newman and he slipped off of the mountain. So Not, your, your legal defense for throwing someone off a cliff is slippery feet? What I'm slippery saying feet. is, I was acting in self-defense. If Newman is a, if Newman can't stay on his feet, that's on Newman. It's an execution of force far disproportionate to what was coming at you. You didn't need to throw him off a cliff. He was just well, putting listen, his little I, fist I, I you. Lawyer to lawyer, I think these charges are bogus. Okay, I understand uh, that. I think that they're all defensible. Uh huh. Uh, I, you know, 
I'd have to bring cross claims. Okay. Uh, so everything that you're doing, this is all defensible, but are you really prepared to do everything you need to get off these charges to fly back and forth four, five, six times from California? I will have you out here constantly for the bad PR that your firm, what, <laughs> whatever your firm is, <laughs> seems like it will suffer quite a bit. I mean, you said you have associates, so I'm assuming it's just more than you. Um, you'll spend time away from your family. You'll have to pay for every motion I file. You'll have to pay charges to, to do a counter motion. So are you prepared to do those things? Uh, we don't even have jobs, Letterman. Me and Newman will just sit yeah. in court all day. I don't know we what don't you think. To do. You're gonna fly out here and sit in court with us? I don't know what you think, but I'm underemployed. Think about it. Oh uh, man, um, we'll tie you up in the legal system all we want. It's gonna be arduous. Do you want to do that? You want to spend time away from Vera, your wife? You want to spend time wasting money? You keep my wife's name out of your mouth, Dan. No, think about it. You say my wife. We got you, man. You know you don't want to do this. We're asking for one simple thing. All you got to do, we'll come to you, New York, Saturday, April 6th at Calmania. Just make me the number one contender. Give me the title shot. It'll save you money, time, business, bad PR. I mean... I got this lawyer here. I pay, and thanks for doing this. I gave you a couple, a little money from the Patreon. I really it appreciate that. And it wasn't even. Yeah. So, yeah. Adam, is that really worth it to you over this one thing to just face me and give me what I deserve? Think about it, man. Think uh, about it. Uh, you know, I got to tell you, you are a real piece of shit. No, you're a, you're a fucking piece yeah. of shit. Takes one to know one, pal. Yeah. You're a real piece of shit. You and Newman are going to drag me out to California five, six, seven times. I got to be away from my firm. I got to be away from my clients. I got to be away from my wife. I got to yeah, spend the money to that. fly there. I got to spend the money to stay there. I got to. You're a real piece of shit, Dan. You know what? You're a real piece of shit. Just say it. Say it. Just say it. I don't just say it. Uh, just say it. Give me what I want. Say it. You want a shot, Dan Black? Yes. You got your shot. I can't wait to get my fucking hands on you. Yes. You come to New York for WrestleMania. You got your shot. Don't be surprised when I kick your ass up and down Calmania and show your listeners what a little bitch you really are. <laughs> Yo, thank you, Ted. Listen, 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 you piece of fucking trash. Okay, the one oh, thing you don't know. Now, oh, you now think you, you, think you got the upper you hand? Slob, you disgusting You think you got slob. the upper hand now? Listen, the thing you don't know I is get that my since, hands on you, you since, fucking piece of trash. the bash at the beach, I've been getting ready for you. Okay, buddy? Go check out my Instagram. It's gonna haunt you. I'm gonna be posting my whole routine getting ready for you, which I've already started in fucking droves. I am fucking ready. I'm in the best shape of my life. And that Saturday, April 6th, in front of my family, in front of everybody I know, I'm going to show everyone the fucking disgusting oh, piece of you. trash that you are. You pile of fucking turds. When you get, when I get you in front of your friends and family, I am going to embarrass you. Nothing. When I get your mom, when you're crying and your mom's looking at you and she's crying and she's in pain, I'm going to look her dead in the eyes. I'm going to say, your son brought this on himself. You know what, buddy? You think you're going to lie awake at night thinking about how we goaded you into this? That's assuming you're going to have any brain function left after Dan bounces your big ass skull off the fucking <laughs> stage. Oh, Sherry Black. <laughs> I just picture the tears in Sherry Black's eyes and I know she is going to be feeling the pain that I inflict on you April 6th at Calmania. All right. Listen, buddy, the time for talk is over. 
Okay, just check out my Instagram at damn black attack and cower in fear and cry every night of the mistake you just made. And that cow title is coming home with me. Gabba, Gabba, fucking we. Hang up on this idiot. Yes, I am pumped. Yeah, let's celebrate here. Yeah. This. Hold on, I'm gonna crack a Lacroix. Uh, what flavor? Lime. Duh. Right. And if you drink anything else, then you know what I feel about you, baby. You're out of touch. Man, this is song. It's great. I think it was the first time I heard this, and I was like, I was like, I would enter to this. That's how I listen to music. I go, can I? I was like, should I enter this? Like, because uh-huh. on, I'm gonna restart it. Right? Uh, uh, all right. Start slow, you know, and I missed the like long entrance. Yeah. Only Taker does like a long entrance, you know what I mean? Right. But, like uh, I always said, this is what I would enter to. Maybe I'll come out to this Calmanian. Definitely, I'm definitely will. And then this, is this hits? Then maybe you just put just your foot through the curtain. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just, but you just have a, like, oh, what's going on here? And then one hand comes out, and I start playing the air piano, Bukenhagen style. Yeah. And then I slide all the way out with my back facing, and I'm still playing the piano. And then pauses, turn around, and I start shaking. Anyway, wow, drinking a Lacroix. Finally, retribution is mine, man. And uh, I've been keeping low key about it, but I told this guy I would be ready. I told Adam Letterman that I would be ready for him. I vowed when he attacked you mm-hmm. on the beach that I went out. I, I will be ready for him. I've been training my fucking ass off for Calmania. You're looking beefy. Thanks, bro. And uh, uh, I'll be ready. I tell you, I'm ready for a guy like that. A yeah. guy who comes on this podcast and says, "Isn't asbestos great?" I mean, what was that? No. This is what we're dealing with. This is the, the level of trash. It brings out, truthfully, I'm cursing, which is not even my best self. I'm yeah. cursing. He brings out the worst in me. Yeah. I mean, I'm just getting so guttural, so angry. I'm not even being clever or anything. I'm just bringing out my, my a vile, visceral part of myself that uh, I'm not proud of. But hey, I think we. Uh, this is great news. So, guys, I mean, pff, we are having a match at Calmania, the main event of Calmania. So... This is unbelievable. You know what? And uh, just because I'm feeling good, you know what we're going to do? Hmm. We have <laughs> Patreon episode right after this. Yeah. Movie dissection app. Uh-huh. We're going to do Jumanji. Oh, Welcome right. to the jungle. We're going to have a movie dissection on the Patreon. The bonus episode will be of my favorite movie with a professional wrestler in it. Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah, yeah. I watched it last night. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, That's I own great. it. It's one of the three movies I own on iTunes. Uh, Fast and Furious <laughs> 7, Mandy, and Jumanji. Uh, yeah, the movie is incredible. And by the way, a little preview, it's five moves. That'll be five yeah. moves for me. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, you know what, Calmania? Just while we're talking about it, we're going to have tons of exclusive Patreon bonus content from Calbania. Uh, Calmania will be documented, yeah. and uh, it's going to be for patrons. So if you can't make it there as a patron, I mean, you, sh- you should be there. And uh, we got even more announcements about Calmania coming up next week. I was, uh, to be honest, like, I feel so fired up that I finally got the match. I'm Now I'm real excited oh, yeah, for yeah, Calmania. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I'm really, because I was a little nervous, you know? Yeah. 
about this thing. Like, the title match was going to be happening at Stout across the way. Anyway, let's get into pro wrestling this week. Crazy week in pro wrestling. We have to. I mean, it's even hard to move on, but let's do it. And I think, Newman, where we should start? Bruh. No, not a bad riddle. No, no, no. Not a bad riddle. No, no. Where we should start is... No, 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 no. Not at The Rock. Not at The Rock. We have no news on The Rock. No, no, no. He's going to be a double or nothing. He's not going to be. He's not going to be at WrestleMania this year, from what it seems. Okay? I want to talk about Kofi Mm -hmm. Kingston. Man, oh, man. So, look. Uh... Let's talk about what happened at Fastlane. A lot happened in this week of pro wrestling. It's a bummer that I had to uh, bombard Letterman with my lawyer here, so we can't even just get into it. And once this is gone, we'll get back to normal here, okay? For the new listeners, we'll get back to being a pro wrestling podcast, okay? All right, so at so at Fastlane, the New Day barged into Vince McMahon's office, mm-hmm. which was, by the way, it said McMahon family, and you like knock on it. In my head, I'm like, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be like an all like some kind of office setting with like a bunch of like interns, assistants, whatever. It's literally walk in, it's like the most generic room <laughs> with three couches and Vince McMahon sitting on the phone. From what I understand, when yeah. a when WWE goes to a uh, um, an arena right. and they find a room for their <laughs> Like offices for the night, yeah. they just find a room where they're going to put a rug, a couple couches, a plant, yeah. and that's it. So maybe a TV uh, in the corner, facing uh, you know, facing straight out. When you you know, when you think about what WWE does, yeah, it's it kind of amazing. Like I mean, first off, it is it's flat out amazing. WWE, an incredible company, but you think about it, even when they set up like a shitty looking, they're like, there's Stephanie's office. Yeah. And it's just like three posters for like Chronicle on the network and like 2K19 yeah. or whatever. And like the next pay-per-view and a plant. Yeah. I mean, they traveled with that, right? Right. They got like There's wa- some teamster with a truck full of fucking posters and potted plants. Right. And they definitely have like couches. They're definitely traveling couches yeah. all across the country on tractor trailers because they can't like bank on the fact that there's going to be like a couch in the office there. Yeah. I'm sure they do a little <laughs> bit. I'm sure they're like, you yeah. got any couches around here? And they're like, no. They're like, all right, hit the truck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they definitely have a truck with like everything. Like I've been on, when, when I'm like shooting stuff, right, yeah. uh, you know, uh, like you, you, they'll be like, hey, uh, this looks weird. Can we like fly in, like can we fly in like a rubber duck? And then someone's just like, yep, yeah, no problem. And then, like, some <laughs> random PA, like, knows exactly where a rubber duck is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how anything gets made. It's unbelievable. The p- production. Like, they're just like, let's change a, like, can we change the color of that couch? Like, on the fly, someone yeah. just paints a couch. It's done in, like, two <laughs> yeah. seconds. And these are on, like, low-budget things, too. Right. Uh, but WWE, they do it, and they travel. Yeah. Which is, like, bananas. But yeah, so they pop in there and then the, the so the, I want to talk about the first interaction there, <laughs> which is they go like, Kofi's been waiting for like an hour, yeah. right? And then he goes in the new day, just like barge in, Big E and Xavier barge in, and then he's just like, Vince is like, what, I've been waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> I wait for an hour. Yeah, we wait for an hour. No, I've been, I've been waiting for you, but yeah. he's on the phone and yeah. it's like, you, you should have just said like, I'm on the phone. Right. But he's like, I'm waiting for you, which yeah. is just like a complete asshole move. Which, by the way, I'm loving just uh, asshole Vince. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a new version of Vince. Vince, we've been saying he's like asshole Booker. Not to be grim, but it but almost it, feels like yeah. it's like Vince is like, I don't, I'm not long for this world. I'm just going to be direct, direct Vince all the time. Right. You know, it feels like how he really books. Right. 
Like we're getting like the realest view of Vince. But I said a couple weeks ago, and I feel like we're it's, he seems very loose. Yeah. Like uh, he's you know uh, anyway. And then <laughs> he literally. He's like, yeah, you're gonna. Oh yeah, you want to be in a match? He's like, all right, the 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 title shot tonight is gonna be a triple threat. Yeah, uh, and you might want to get out to the wing because that starts now. He didn't even pull off what he was going for, right? Uh, Which he tried to clarify on Monday, right. right? Yeah, what he was going for was like, yeah, that's gonna be a triple threat. Uh, now go out to the ring. Yeah. But he said For that your match. match. Start, he said that match starts that now. Match starts now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that match. Yeah. So he, it wasn't like, the, hey, you didn't hear what I said. It's very <laughs> Trumpian, though, yeah. right? Like I didn't say that. I said this. <laughs> right. Even though, I like it more. Yeah. I like it more that he's just like you're completely unpredictable. Right. Um. Cool. Kofi gets out there. We saw what happened. The bar. Uh, he had to wrestle the bar, and um, uh, and uh, it, 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 it um. Uh, it's kind of amazing. Oh, good. Uh, good. Something you guys will find out about later. Good. Got a nice email. But uh, 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 yeah, so <laughs> it's kind of amazing because Vince has been injected to this storyline. I think it's the storyline that's working the most yeah. going into WrestleMania. And that's kind of nuts that it's not the women's storyline for me. Now, there are a lot of cool things happen in, the, in that women's match. But the clarity of it is it's very cloudy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll, we'll go through it in a second. But the Kofi thing makes perfect sense. Vince is coming out and Vince is saying, look, he come out on SmackDown. You, it's I you're <laughs> you're good. You're really good. At, you're really good. It's ex- to be honest, it's exactly what Stephanie and Triple H were saying to Daniel Bryan, right. which is what was so good about it is that it, his opponent is Daniel Bryan, the guy who they called a B plus, is calling Kofi Kingston a B plus, right. and the whole time Vince was out there, I was like, man, it's so hard for him not to say B plus. Yeah, like it is the perfect summation of what they're trying to say, which is like, you're really good. You're really good in the Royal Rumble. You're a really good spot guy. You're like really reliable for the company. You know what I mean? But you're a and a B plus yeah. is the perfect way to sum it up. And the truth with Kofi, Kofi Kingston is like, whereas Daniel Bryan is is arguably an A plus, yeah. Kofi Kingston, I think, is truly a B plus. Right. Uh, all the points he made were it's like you're being. Uh, held up by younger, cooler guys. Kofi Kingston was not really able to get over until he had the new day. Mm-hmm. Those guys have more charisma than he does. Like, right? Yeah. They're, they, uh, you know, Xavier Woods is the driving force behind the new day brand. Like that, right? Like yeah. that's his whole deal. And Biggie's really, they've all really taken to it. But truthfully, the charisma comes from those two guys. Mm-hmm. So, Mostly Xavier Woods. Right. Yeah. Well, and Biggie's like kooky and crazy and big. Right. Right. Uh, um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, feel like, I thought this segment was nearly flawless. Yeah. Uh, it was one of my favorite, like, because I've been coming down hard on some of the storytelling. This I thought was great. Now, I stick to my story that we didn't need Vince for this, you know? And I think Vince would have been better suited in the women's uh, storyline. Right. Yeah, but at least he's he at least he's like showing up to right. like help the story along. Like I feel like if it was like anytime Triple H just two, a couple years ago, what was it? It was uh what was the storyline where he just he disappeared? Was it the Kevin Owens Seth Rollins or didn't he like 
Triple H. Oh yeah, he, Ke- Triple H gave Kevin Owens and then the belt, and then just never. Right. He like he was, you know, and I guess you inferred like he's the, he wants him to be the guy over. Maybe did he screw Seth? Yeah. So he's like, oh, and then he started the beef with Seth, but it it, it didn't, it didn't. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it didn't pan out where he was like Kevin Owens is the guy, yeah. like and the, the, he someone you idolize, someone you idolize, who cares for you and <laughs> nurtures you. But yeah, so I think like um, I thought that uh, uh, I thought this segment. Like Vince was just being a complete like troll almost, yeah. And it was just like, yo, I, he was Trumpian, really. He was like, hey, no one deserves anything. You couldn't say anything right to him. There was nothing you could say. And then if you get to some point, he's gonna just lie to you and just get you away from him, and then completely turn your his back on you. Um, uh, 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 but then what I thought was really great, um. So I thought that there. Did, did you sense any racial undertones no. in anything there? I don't think so. I, I, yeah, th- this is not. This is a separate was, thought from great. I said I was something looking. really great, and then I pivoted to another thought. Yeah, because he said like someone like me. Right. He was like, "There's never someone like me to compete for the title." Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't know if he was saying like. I didn't know if there was somehow inferred there, which is oh, like... Yeah, I actually kind of missed that. I guess I missed that line. Yeah. yeah. You literally said the line that was like, uh, there's never someone like me competing for the title. Then, yeah. Then I think that's that was probably what that was. I think it was there, and I think they're doing some cool truth stuff that like uh in in, in uh, uh, uh true i thought that was but rang, it also it means, true it also you know? means like a lot it also means because like kofi kingston's a little bit older uh right he's not as uh like he's not as physically big right it's all that yeah right they didn't explicitly say any of that but i imagine that that it's factors also, into the equation yeah you know also that and um but that's I true love <laughs> that he said he was like look first off Kofi Kingston promo was uh, an A plus. Yeah. Okay. He was on fire. His facial expressions were great. He was completely focused. He was like, it, 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 it was exactly what I want. Yeah. You know, it made total sense. And then what he said was the ultimate face thing. I thought it was such good writing is he was just like, I'm not here to like tell you what I deserve or whatever. I'm just saying, hey. How do I get it? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, what do I need to do so I can do it? You keep saying I'm not this, I'm not that. I don't complain about anything. I don't complain that I miss. What do you say? He says, I have never taken my kids trick-or-treating. Trick yeah. I, I miss all that. I don't complain. I do everything. You know, I feel like it's the most face way to do the CM Punk angle. You know, like, and that and it felt like it came from a genuine place that, like, Kofi Kingston really believes this. Authenticity is what gets it. You had authenticity of Vince, which he gave his real opinions about Kofi Kingston, right? There's no way any of that was fake. No. That came from a place like, you're a spot guy. Yeah. That's it. I put you in for spots. I didn't see anything with you. It's nice you got these young guys around you. And it's nice that they're singing your praises, but he was even saying, like, they're better than you. Yeah. Called him Young Bucks, which I thought was very Yeah, smooth. that was interesting. Yeah. I think that that was a slip. Um, yeah. Uh, this booking is extremely smart. Kofi is fine. Beat these guys in a gauntlet match. It's like yeah. he has no shot to do it. He's going to do it. All this. That leading. felt very cinematic, too. Yeah. Like all them coming out. Loved like, it. Yeah. And it ended the show, and then it turned into a huge brawl. Yeah. I, I loved it. This Kofi story is fan- fantastic and completely out of nowhere. And Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan, we'll see it at WrestleMania. Yeah, and I just love the. Uh, I think what I like a lot about it is like the jilted, 
like the their faces that are jilted in a way that's that's unique. Like even though this is sort of uh, like you know the Daniel Bryan story or like the CM right. Punk kind of thing, there's like something about the New Day being uh, before this like on paper. <clears throat> company men, right? Like they're they're shilling for the company. They right. have all the merch and they have they go to all the things and they're very much the face of the WWE in a lot of respects. Right. Uh and then it's sort of like the worst nightmare of uh any company or any authority is the worst nightmare of like I thought that these guys were my best behaved people. Right. And now they're turning on me. Yeah. It, it it's great. I completely agree. It's like it's kind of this, like, it's almost like a nuisance for Vince. Yeah. You know, that he has to deal with this. But I just, like, yeah, it's just, it's just really good. Uh, it's really good. Yeah. And the story's telling out great. And I felt like when they said B+, plus, I was like, yes. Yeah. This exact, it's been at the tip of all of our tongues. It's like, he is a B-plus guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm real, It's a match that, I would say this about this WrestleMania. It has so far... Zero matches on it that I'm fake excited for. Yeah. There's no... I've had matches in the past where I'm... All right, like Shinsuke AJ is an example last year. That's a match that I was fake excited for. You're supposed to be excited for. I'm it. like... Yeah. That's going to be awesome. It's Everyone's going to... I can't... Shinsuke... I'm doing the math. Like, Shinsuke's entrance is going to be really cool. Everybody loves him, so the pop's going to be huge. Uh, those guys have... You know, they have so much history from Japan. Right. They're, you know, it's going to be hot. But I, when it came down to it, I didn't... Feel it, yeah. In my guts, you know what I'm saying. This every match on this card, I'm like pumped, yeah, to see every one that they've are teasing, except for one. Which one? Uh, Ms. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> Ms. Yeah. Ms. Shane McMahon. I really am not a I, Shane McMahon, to, as far as I'm concerned. He listen, he, he shines at WrestleMania. So you got to give him that. Yeah. But as far as I'm concerned, the guy. Is acting went in the shitter. He was never this bad. Okay, and since I'll he came you. back, oh, he's oh, 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 okay, that's interesting. He sounds like I always said he sounds like a uh, like a manager giving like his team at like Jamba Juice a meeting, like a, like a pep talk. It's yeah, like everything he says is just like, all right, all right, gang, this is what we're gonna do. Yeah, uh, he, I think that's a perfect analogy because yeah. it's like he feels like he doesn't want to be there. Yeah, you know, someone's in charge, but they don't want to be there, but yeah. they know they have to like lead by example. But yeah. you see, they don't want to be there. And yeah. like he he's like dead in the eyes. He's like dead. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like his yeah. reads are hard. He doesn't feel like he wants to be there. Yeah. And you're like, well, then stop stealing spots from people on WrestleMania. Right. No one's asking. No one's putting a gun to your head and be like, jump off a of hell in the cell. <laughs> yeah. It's like if it was for your kids, they saw it already. Right. Like they saw enough. Yeah. You only need your dad to jump off a cell one time. You know what I mean? Now it's vanity at this yeah. point. You know what I mean? But also, it's just like, sorry, you're not doing a good job. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the, but the, people love Shane. Yeah. I've noticed that. I'm in a couple other. Is why I stay. I always say this. I stay in the other Facebook groups I'm in. I randomly am in some other wrestling faces. They're not picked or anything. I accidentally clicked into them or Facebook put me into them. I think a lot of them when my stand up clip went viral, like. Like somehow people were requesting me in, and I was automatically put in uh -huh. these groups. And some people are like, have a, they're like pumped for Shane. They just love Shane because he's yeah. Shane McMahon. Yeah, I, that's actually before we move on to the next thing. Something yeah. I love about wrestling is that like you can two people can watch the same exact product and have and just take completely something different away from it. Like <clears throat> not to knock her, but there are people whose absolute their guy or their yeah. gal is Dana Brooke. Right, that's that's my favorite wrestler, right? But Dana you know, Brooke. You know why they do that? Why? 
I used to do that when I was younger, right? Because I used to be like, I have to, I want to have something different. I want to have like a unique guy. Uh-huh. Like my favorite wrestler, I used to say it was X Pac when I was coming up. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't really like X Pac. I just was like, I want a guy in DX who's like my guy, right? And like that was when you're trying to like find your individualism. Yeah. I know what that and, is. I don't think that that's the. I don't think that's what's happening with Dana Brooke. You think I think some people are like, that's just yeah. People, it's just. It, by the way, she looks great. I just want to say, Dana Brooke, it seems know, like she lost a lot of weight, yeah, right? Yeah, she cut, she she shredded now. Did you know that people think that she's a, a, a replacement, like a clone? What? There's real people. Like this a is, I'm not doing Trump, a bit. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm not doing a bit. There's people like all over Twitter who are like, WWE and these people does this. Are, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, you guys okay. about clones. I knew it was. These people, yeah, okay. Yeah. No, Alex, come on. Let me just Alex tell the story. No, 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 you don't know the, all the information. All right, they are clones. Dana Brooke, the original Dana Brooke, she is cryogenically frozen. Yeah. All right, okay. under MetLife Stadium. <laughs> okay, really? Yeah. <laughs> Where WrestleMania yeah. uh, 35 is going to be? Yeah, yeah. Well, why do you think? Okay, so... She's, she's cryogenically frozen under MetLife Stadium. They're going to use all the biometric heat from all the people at WrestleMania to thaw her out and use her body as a battery to power a supercomputer that they load their brains into and transcend the disease that they call humanity. Oh, my God. And where did you get that information? I got talked to all the top officials. I got all the reports right here. Look, I got all my printouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Pronouns right here. Pro wrestling sheet. Pro wrestling sheet. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got pro wrestling sheet. I got uh, top rope news. I got ringside news. I got all the dirts. I got a uh, Alexa Bliss uh, Instagram butt page. I got. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got it Alex. All. Alex, just sit, stand in the corner for all a little right, bit so we can move the show. All right. We already had a big show here. Anyway, so. Um, uh, you know, all right, yeah. So, anyway, so Dana Brooke, you heard it here second. Yeah. Uh, I think we should talk about Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Uh, because Ronda, I mean, look, guys, it's wrestling is fucking spicy. Yeah. Wrestling is cool uh, and good. Uh, wow. I mean, if you're not, I, this is one of those moments where I had it. They cooled off for me for a little bit, but I had a, I had a moment where I was like. Man, I think probably around WrestleMania 34, around like the NXT takeover, where I was just like, man, if you don't watch wrestling, I just like feel bad for you. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like yeah. you're really you're missing out. It's unbelievable. And then that died down for a little bit, and then uh, now I'm just back in where I'm like, wow, yeah, well, so really, much cool stuff happening. You're gonna miss out all this Rousey stuff. It really feels like they've or they're starting to finally like. There was a period there where. They're getting a lot of new talent in and they're kind of changing the look of Raw right. and SmackDown and sort of like the way that it's handled. And now we're starting to see like, okay, that's all been organized. Now we're starting to see like when it, because it's working more now than it was when I started doing this podcast right. with you. Uh, so it's it's like almost like, oh, now all the pieces have been put in place over the last two years. And now it's like, okay, now things are cooking and it's fun again. Um, yeah, absolutely. The, you know, um, Oh no, you said cooking. You said uh, sorry. sorry. It's cooking. No, okay. All right. I'll move. All right. All right. Listen, um, let's talk about this Ronda things. We got to yeah. get into it. So, okay. Fuck. I'm lo- there's I watched so much wrestling this week. So, at Fastlane, all right. So, first off, I just want to say I'm having a hard time following the women's feud, okay? Yeah. You maybe you won't feel this way. I actually hope you don't. Okay. So, I hope it's just me, but okay. So, Ronda at Fastlane. Wait, was it at Fastlane when she flipped? 
she no no Fastlane she came out and gave the uh, she uh, she she title shot yeah no so it was on last Monday Mm -hmm. what's that noise this is a laptop I can hear we hear uh, I can hear something oh it's coming out. I know it's unbelievable. This that's our producer who's has some other media. He's listening to another wrestling podcast. It's unbelievable. No, uh, but uh, oh, it was last Monday on Raw. Yeah, Ronda started beating the shit out of Becky. Shoot, yeah, right. Yeah, she was punching her for real. Right, right. It's what it looked like. <laughs> but then when did that video come out? The fake video after we recorded. Yeah. So, but it was like close. Maybe that night even. Yeah. Right. So anyway, she got mad and she started like we were. I remember on the podcast last week we were like, "Was that a heel turn? I don't know." Mm-hmm. I remember that being in my notes. And then she put out these videos online, and so Rhonda is now. Listen, let's just listen to it. So tonight, when you were um, giving your promo, and it wasn't a promo, cutting a promo. They gave me other things to say. I didn't fucking say it. It's the thing. It's not a fucking promo. It's not an act. I'm not going out there and doing their fucking act anymore. They can say it's part of the act and try to save face to everybody else, but it's not an act. I'm going out there. I'm doing whatever the hell I want, and they can explain it away however they want, but fuck them. Everybody, WWE Universe included. I meant that I'm going to disrespect the sport that they all love so much. Oh, don't break kayfabe, Ronda. Wrestling's it's scripted. It's made up. It's not real. None of those bitches can fucking touch me. The end. Okay, so I Newman, you just reminded me. I can't even believe I have to say this, yeah. but this is a work. Yes, this is complete work. I, 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 I couldn't even believe people at all being like, "Oh my god, hook, hey, guys, hook, <laughs> line, and sinker." This is beyond. We've talked about things that are like on the edge. Yeah, this is one hundred. Thousand percent of work, completely approved by WWE. If you think otherwise, you're a true Mark. Yeah, which is fine. Well, I'm jealous. Yeah, is what I'm jealous. By <laughs> yeah. the way, Mark uh, is the highest order. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. If you guys, anyone has like uh, the uh, Men in Black pen oh, that yeah. will uh, flash me in the eyes and make me think that wrestling is not a work, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. I would love that. But I know, I know it's work. This. Uh, uh, yeah, so when I came from the place of confusion, I'm not confused. I'm confused by the writing of this. Right. This is clearly written, and it's fantastic. Yeah. I love it. I love that Rhonda is upset. I'm just a little confused by the motivation, mm-hmm. right? Which we're constantly debating if, does it matter? Does it matter? No. Does it just like, whatever, Rhonda's bad now. You know, yeah. the Daniel Bryan turned and then he decided to be the Planet's champion. No one cares about the origin anymore. So that's what they're always banking on. Right? right, 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 right. You know, um, uh, the truth is, is that when they do longer form, uh, longer form storytelling, it does pay off. You know, the Kofi thing has like uh, length to it. But so Rhonda, she says, by the way, one reason you know it's fake is because she almost says the word fake and stops. Yes. She is going to go wrestling is and she stops and says scripted because there's probably a note like don't call it fake. Yeah. Because right. Yeah. Second giveaway is her friend's bad acting. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't. They they gave me other shit to say and I didn't say it. Oh, really? 
our friend. Like, yeah. shut the like, shut up. Yeah, yeah. So, but keep in mind, yeah. I really think it's really awesome. So, Rhonda's justification for for turning, which keep in mind, I love this. I love her being mad. Is she was still mad at the L.A. crowd, which I think is ridiculous. I don't think I don't think you can. I don't like that. I don't think you can reverse. You can't go back in time and be mad about something you weren't mad at <laughs> yeah. in wrestling, yeah. especially if our whole thing is like, oh, d- what happened last week doesn't matter. Right. We can't do it. Doesn't matter. Can't pick and choose. Doesn't matter. You can't pick and choose, really, but it's fine. Yeah. But it, it, let's be honest. That's not like hitting for anybody. No. I forgot about that. I was there. I forgot about it. You know what I mean? It's like, whatever. We let that go. A couple of weeks ago, Daniel, I was in the yes chance. We, you let it go. It's part of wrestling. You never look back. You always move <laughs> forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right? Even if it would be greatly beneficial for you to do so, you'd never, ever look back. What flavor is that? Lime. Duh. Unbelievable. I'm celebrating. I'm, I'm getting get drunk on LaCroix Yeah, today. you just like fucking, you just butt chugged that first one. Oh, man. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, the little croys are great because I'm watching my calories. Been watching my calories oh, yeah, since, look, yeah, yeah. since Bash at the Beach. I yeah, uh, I was truly blown away at how many people were worked by this. Uh, I even had like on the whole spectrum people who are smarks to people who I have a friend who is he's uh, barely a casual fan, right? And he texted me and was like, "Yo, is this real?" Yeah, well, cause she's saying fuck. Yeah, like she is saying fuck, which is like we know that it feel it does feel it feels super real. Yes, just we all know it's not. We know that she has a big contract with this company. Yeah, and she'd be and fired she, immediately yeah, if and, this wasn't real. And, that, and that's part of what's wrong with WB is that you never, uh, you never, they have no looseness at all to do that stuff. But um, hopefully, with they're saying Fox wants to end the PG era, which I think is an extremely smart move. Yeah. Uh, that's a great way. Have SmackDown be like the dirt, the more adult show. It's already like for smarky audience. Yeah, Make it, yeah. And it does just don't doesn't need to be like trash. We don't need like gold dust. That's what I'm worried be, about. Like wearing boobs. We don't need yeah. to like any. That, to, just making it more adult yeah. is different than being making it trash. So that's why I get nervous is that WB's are, all right, cool, then let's like have a bunch of tits and let's yeah. right like just go back to the attitude era. No, we could just make it. More, uh, I would make it more violent, uh, and I would make mm. it, uh, uh, make it more just adult, really, like yeah. make the drama harder, mm-hmm. make it more violent, make it even scarier, you know. Uh, okay, but so the other thing is that she said she didn't like Becky made fun of her husband, yeah, right. But so here's my thing it's like, again, look, I'm ultimately I'm sold on it because it's chaotic. Right and like I'll I'll look. You could beat me down with chaos, and then I get to a point where I go, "This is crazy. I love it." Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like I just love it. It's crazy. But like that's where I'm at. I'm at the point where I'm like, I like this because whatever. Because right. it's it's just like completely unpredictable and fun. But <laughs> Ronda's mad. Ronda's been getting everything she wants. Right. Yes. She gave up the title to put Becky in the match. If she was like, I'm flipping because it's like I'm sick of playing these games. But then now she's breaking all of that and just saying wrestling is, you know, wrestling's fake. She's mad at the fans, but the fans haven't been booing her. No. Right. So yeah. I didn't see any. Well, I don't need. I don't see any reason for her to be a bad guy yet. Why not turn her at Mania? Yeah, and also, I mean, even if you do, or even if she's like, I'm a bad guy now. Like, 
it doesn't really have to do anything with the fans. Like, just be like, you know, Becky thinks that she can say, Becky thinks that because this is scripted, she can just say anything. Right. And you talk, but you bring my family into this and now it's, now I'm going to get real. They just did it for the heat, like right. to sell tickets. Cause it. it's like just for Rhonda to go viral, but they right. did it at the expense of the storytelling. Right. Cause Rhonda was kind of in the sweet spot for the match, but she was in the Cena zone of like, and the reigns spot mm-hmm. where it's like, we know she's great. She deserves to be there or whatever. But like, we're not vested in her story. Right. But like she is the champion. Like if she wins, everyone's like, oh, that makes sense. She's extremely athletic and strong and worthy. Yeah. You know? But then you also have Charlotte there playing the same role. So they're like, whatever. I don't know. I'm a little I'm a little confused on it. I would love a cash in if somebody can if somebody can perfectly map I saw Tulo posted a thing in the Facebook page that was like, here's how it went down. But then one line is just it's step Stephanie claims that this match is best for business. So that's the justification. Yeah. Why that match, Becky had to earn her spot again. Yeah. And that's where it lost me. But if someone can really sell me on Rhonda, why she would turn, like, or show me a night that I missed where it really upset her. Because the last time it happened was Survivor Series. Yeah. So I'm a little confused. But that being said, great work by Rhonda. I really love it. The only thing I would say is that the problem with Rhonda being a heel is... What really works about Rhonda is authenticity, right? So now she's playing a character. Is that you know she is a big mark, a big fan, loves being there. She's cutting promos from a place of like, hey, I'm just learning to cut promos. This is yeah. not what I do. But aren't I great at this in the ring? And there's a likability there where I was giving her a pass. Well, now she's a heel and has to really get a negative crowd reaction as opposed to kind of a tepid, uh, 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 charismaless reaction. Yeah. So... Her promo I, I, I fought on Raw, I didn't follow it. Yeah, but I also think that she's uh, probably more naturally a heel. I think she's... You uh, think so? Yeah. She's, first of all... Well, she has some heel tendencies because she's like a sore loser. She's a sore loser. She's right. arrogant. She's, uh, um, you know, I hate to say it, not the brightest bulb in the fucking <laughs> more, lamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, on a number of issues. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think, yeah, there's a lot there that she's going to be able to, like, just become resentful. You right. Know? Well, she grew up in Venice, right? <sighs> Did she? Yeah. I think so. She's from here. Oh, okay, yeah. And that's another thing. She was healing off on LA, just being like, it's a fake town. Yeah. Like, you're like, healing off on LA? That was like four months ago. You're still mad at LA? And she's like, people are like, uh, pretending to be Lakers fans and stuff. And you're like, it's a fa-. Like, wait, so your problems with LA? You're you know right. what I'm It's like, Vince came in, put Charlotte in. Now she has beef with LA. She's mad because Becky, because of her husband. It's like, none of this is clear. This right. is wrestling. Spell it out for me. It's a soap <laughs> opera. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's right. Like, it's just a lot. Because then she said, so here's the thing. I was saying there was some subtle, I thought, racial uh, uh, oh, right. uh, issues or like underdog issues or in uh, the Kofi thing. Maybe I w- I'd like to hear uh, other people's opinion on that, uh, uh, specifically people of color who are like feeling that moment. Um, it, uh, uh, I also thought then she's also subtly touching the fact that on social media, and by the way, I love the social media stuff is better than anything that's happening on the TV. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like Becky's clearer on T on social media than on TV, right? It's like right. If, if it's just we're going to be trash talking and ripping each other apart, let's do it. But then Becky gets on the mic, Rhonda gets on the mic, and they spout off. The only one who's clear is Charlotte. She's just going like, "I'm the queen, and I I deserve it." She is. She has broken through to another right, level, right? Right now, well, like, she 
Does she look like uh, two million bucks? I want to say. Yeah. I mean, uh, at least two and a half or three million dollars. I mean, good lord. Yeah. And then she's been doing this thing where, like, ever since the Rumble, the Women's Rumble, right? Uh, or, yeah. Um, well, she's yelling in the ring. I saw you love that. Right? Oh my god! And because she's just so cocky. Well, they're all more ver verbal now. You notice yes. that too. Seth had like a. Blatant curse, yeah, yeah, in the yeah, ring, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just love like her, she, the way that she's consistent. Like her, it's just good character work. Like, the way that she's arrogant right. in the ring is the same way. Like I know that like when when she's you know confronted with somebody who she doesn't think is up to it, she's like, all right, let's see what you got. Yeah, and I'm gonna let you fucking tee off on me before I I smack you back down yeah. again. Ah, uh, it's just and she's like a monster. God, it's God awesome. Damn. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, okay? So Charlotte, I really like what she's doing because her thing is just like. I'm great, aren't I? I know I got this opportunity, but I'm the queen, so who cares? Right. Good. It's kind of clear because she has nothing to do with it, really. But then, like, Becky comes in the ring and cuts a promo that I zone out on. Yeah. I mean, she hasn't cut one good promo in this lead-up. Now, that doesn't mean the lead-up has been bad. She just hasn't had, uh, uh, she's had cool moments, like all the crutches moments, the whole knee thing's really working, the crowd loves her, she got arrested, like all that is great, but she hasn't had like a cut promo because it's like, who is she cutting a promo at? Yeah. It's not her fault, it's so unfocused. Yeah, I wonder. Wait, I want to say that because yeah. then I'm saying then Rhonda gets in the ring and she's saying like, she's just going like, uh, uh, I'm here to expose the carny con artists that are like Becky and Charlotte. It's like, oh, so your storyline is taking down the sport of pro wrestling? Like, the whole thing is all over the place, no? Yeah, and I think here's why. And right. This just occurred to me. I think their story was probably, I think that it was more linear and simple maybe a month ago or two months ago. Right. Uh, and then they realized, fuck, we have uh, like 90 days <laughs> to like fill. Right. Uh, and their only thing they could think of was, okay, well, let's, you know, try to make it. We have to do something. And then everything they did just added a new wrinkle. Yeah, but all they had to really do. Right. It was, was their mistake. Right. They made a mistake. Just not have Charlotte involved. Right. And then, okay, but even if you want to have Charlotte involved, find a really like a slicker way to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, and then just have Rhonda. Just like roll, I don't know, rolling through opponents like she has been doing, just being like, I want Becky, yeah. I want Becky, or not showing up. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know, you know what? I don't know exactly the booking. I'm not going to pretend like I hear, here's what it is. I know it's complicated, but I know this is all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> this feels like they're just throwing shit at the fan. Like, they got a couple weeks to do it. But I just want to say the big problem here is that the big problem in pro wrestling right now is very simple. We don't have like, any promo people. Yeah. I mean, no one, like you compare, I love Seth Rollins. I'm a big Seth Rollins, Mark. I probably have more Seth Rollins shirts than any wrestler right now. And it's probably tied between him and Kevin Owens. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Seth Rollins, compare him to even Shawn Michaels. Like there's, it, like, if a casual fan turned on the TV, you think they'd be like, oh, this guy's cool. No. They'll be like, oh, all right, this is the guy? Yeah. Like, because they, they, no one does anything fun or edgy or cool or anything. Yeah. So I get into Rollins' amazing moments in ring, and when he starts just, like, screaming, burn it down, and when he starts screaming, like, I get into it. But, I mean, uh, Dana Bryan is the what I'm tuning in for. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's just, 
Really, I, the promo work is so fucking low. And and what really made me realize it was, it's sad to say it, is Roman Reigns being back. Yeah. And look, this is completely separate from his illness. I'm so excited the guy is back. I cannot even believe how quickly he beat this thing. It's unbelievable. Yeah. He really is like a superhero. It's it's amazing. The guy is a stud. He looks amazing. He's can clearly I, a hard worker. Yeah, can I say something before yeah. you finish your thought? Um, before I get to my butt? If you think, finish your thought. No, but I know before I get to my big uh, yeah. butt. Yeah, I like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like that butt. Uh, if you think right, that Roman Reigns' leukemia is a work, or right. that they're exaggerating it in some way. I want you to do me a favor. Stop watching wrestling for a while. <laughs> yeah. You're lost in the sauce. <laughs> yeah. It, it is who the, thinks that? There are plenty of people who are, are, are like, they're like, you're telling me that Roman Reigns can beat cancer in five months, but Jason Jordan is still out? These are real serious people who yeah, you serious. Uh, yo, you you got to get off the you got to get off the social media because these people. Agreed. Even, if someone wrote that, it doesn't even register to me. Agreed. No, but it's a lot of people. And I and and although I, I, I did see some comments on on like some Michael Jackson videos where I was just like, wow. Yeah. Like here's the thing. Even social, if, yeah, you know I'm saying like even if you doubt these guys, this response is inappropriate yeah, because social media is a yeah. place for people to say things. That if they were to say them aloud in a conversation, right. they would get laughed at in their face. But so they would never dare express that opinion in real life. So they, but they type it out. So yeah. you know what I mean? Like nobody in their right mind would, in a real conversation, be like, "Yeah, I think Roman didn't really have cancer." Well, there's also a, a, the second part to that, yeah. which is like, "Yes, that is what it is." And then to go more into nuance of it is, we social media has given the voice to the voiceless, right? Yeah. Uh, in a negative way, right? Where there's a natural order where you have you're standing around in a conversation, and there's an unspoken hierarchy, right? Where you're like, all right, uh, uh, like Todd's talking, and everyone's like, subconsciously scanning Todd to be like, is Todd a guy who I want to hear from? Yeah, is this guy has valid opinions. Is this guy like a a stand up guy? Is this right. someone who has my respect? Right. It's a respect radar, right? And you're just going, yeah, I'll listen to what Todd has to say. He's right. not, he's smart, but this, this, this. And because it's your guys, subconscious, right. it's like instantaneous. Right. All of this, without even you even knowing it, you're making these assessments. Right. And so you could see it by when you're in a circle and somebody starts Someone starts talking over the guy who's already talking, and you're like, "Oh, he doesn't respect Todd. Yeah, he doesn't respect." Right? So there's a there's a whole sub conversation happening where then like, so the people who troll on the internet aren't even people aren't even Todd. They're people who can't even get near the circle. Right? They can't even get. They can't even. People don't even want them near this. Yeah. If these people come near the circle, the circle somehow dissipates. Yeah. Everyone's got to pee all of a sudden. Yeah. Everyone's got to yeah, go yeah, get yeah. a drink. Hey, you know what? I got to find Lisa. I haven't seen Lisa in a while. Yes. My day. You know, she gets upset when I leave. She gets upset when I leave her alone. The conversation's gone. And yeah. those are the people on there. They got full paragraphs. Yeah. They write essays. <laughs> You're so right. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly my point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're like, now, a lot of times that works shitty where. Especially when you're younger and you're in like high school and stuff, right? And or or you, to be honest, when you're younger, when you're in a fucking office, right? And it's like, oh, he's the boss, whatever the fuck. That's why I always hated job, like like corporate structure where it's like he's the boss, so I gotta let him talk. It's like I don't respect him. I've never respected anyone, never <laughs> I, that I've worked for. I, that's the problem. I've it's never like, respected anybody. Not, not even in a malicious way. Right. Not in a malicious way where I'm like, 
where I'm like, oh, this guy's an asshole. I got actually no problem with them. It's just that I don't respect your profession. I don't respect right. what you've chosen to do with your life. Like, and respect meaning like I respect you in the sense that you're like a good person and that's all good, but you don't inspire me. And I'm a person who seeks inspiration, yeah. admiration, passion. Those are things I'm looking for. And you right. Which is why my whole life I've comedians were always my heroes. Yeah. When I was a little kid, like, they ask you, like, what do you want to do for a living when you're a kid? Like, and I always write, like, comedian, because I was like, these guys are like, because they're like free. No one else is free. Yeah, you know, like, right. they say what they want. And now we're not free. Yeah. Not free to say whatever you want. Now we have the shackles of uh, office structure. No, but I mean, like, when you're in high school, if you see the movie Eighth Grade, which is a movie I recommend highly, fantastic movie, that when kids are shitty, they can't handle it. And then they start applying uh, another layer of, uh, of judgment, which is not based on talent, skill, or anything. It's like popularity, right. like parental wealth, yeah. whatever. And then that's why being a kid is so fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, not to derail this too much, but yeah, there's a people, there are people out there, people who wouldn't, aren't fit to shine my shoes in a conversation, right. uh, uh, who think that this is fake. Fucking, just, you're lost in the sauce. Stop watching for a right. while. Go watch, go watch ba a basketball or something. I don't, I don't know. Okay. The point is this, is that, um, if I was in, if it was if it was me and Roman Reigns, if, if, if I was standing around with the Shield, we're having a conversation, and Roman started talking, <laughs> I might cut him off. <laughs> uh, see, the thing with Roman Reigns is he's he's Dean walks <laughs> Dean walks over, and you're like, oh, where's Jamie at? I gotta go find <laughs> Dean. Comes, I'm not, you know, uh, no, I, Dean, I, you know, I would not get along with Dean at all. I wouldn't get along with any of the Shield. Really, I actually don't think I love Seth Rollins. He's one of my favorite wrestlers, maybe of all time. Uh, he's had my favorite match of all time. <laughs> he will because he joined it for two minutes. Yeah, uh, and I guess Roman Reigns is in the match technically, but uh, 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 but uh, I don't even think I would get along with Seth Rollins. No, no if I'm being <laughs> honest, the only wrestler ever to exist that I would get along with is probably like fucking r Truth. Yeah, I like, probably like, get along with like Road Dog. Yeah, right. Like uh, who I get along yeah. with like uh, who who like <laughs> Viscera. Who would I get along with? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's a short list, right? Maybe. Um, uh, oh, oh, the. Uh, no, I get along with. Uh, I know. I've New Day. To, uh, I uh, get Tyler along Breeze. With, yeah. Um, and my, I probably get along with all the New Day guys. You're yeah. right. Yeah. But every, everyone else. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, go. yeah. Uh, and Ziggler. Yeah. <laughs> I love Dolph Ziggler. Right. <laughs> my actual friend. Everyone else. We're standing around talking. You come up. I'm gonna start thinking about. Uh, maybe we'll go try one of those cookies at the at the uh, at the the snack <laughs> at the table. Snack bar. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah. So point is like Roman Reigns, the guy. I mean, I'm sorry. I zone out when he's on the microphone. Yeah. He is a boring dude. Like yeah. he gets on the microphone, he's like, "What's up, y'all?" Like, and I'm just not into it. Yeah. I, I mean, I love. I actually love the guy as a wrestler, and I stick to the fact that he looks like the guy to beat. He is, and I hate this sports reference, but he feels like, uh, like the best power forward in the league. Right. You know what I mean? Like that spot where he can wrestle a guy like Braun or Rey Mysterio. Like uh, you know his size. He's like. He weighs like, you know, like he's like 230 or whatever. And he's a gorgeous man. He's I see why he's the face of the company. But please, like, I'm like, when he entered, oh, just opened the show with The Shield and like Seth, I'm like, Seth's on his run right now. This is extremely important. Keep right. Roman away from Seth. Yeah. And Roman gets the mic first and is like, all right, now I'm going to hand it off to Seth. And you're like, Seth doesn't fucking need you to hand him the microphone. I'm sorry. Like, you don't. Keep them separate. Roman Reigns is, is, uh, belongs in WWE. He belongs at a top spot. But I'm saying across the board, the charisma level of these wrestlers low. are low. Now, that being said, it's interesting that I'm 
pumped for every match at Mania because the wrestling has never been better. Right. The match, the 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 match at Fastlane, KO Mustafa Ali versus Daniel Bryan was as good at, as any fucking indie match. That was a I don't care. That for me, that was a five six star match. I was vested in that. I thought that match was fucking amazing. Yeah. There was a spot Kevin Owens, who's an amazing wrestler, and by the way, he might be the best mic guy in the whole company. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kevin Owens maybe is the exception, but it's crazy to think that Kevin Owens is the top mic guy what in about, WWE. What about Drew McIntyre? He's good on the mic, but again, he does have like a boring feel to him. They yeah. all like no one's alive. Yeah, you know, like yeah. no one brings anything close to a rock energy. Like you know who does? I think who? Uh, Adam Cole. I haven't seen enough Adam Cole. I mean, I've seen him in, in but you know, we 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 yet to see Adam Cole. Yeah. I all right. Who has who has this energy? I'm talking about. Like you know, I mean, I who 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 who. who? I don't know. I got to think about it. I, I honestly don't. It's like, oh, all right. Here's what I'm saying. When John Cena shows up and he gets on the microphone, you feel the difference. Right. right, right, right. You, you know what I mean? Like right. He's on another level than the rest of these guys. Yeah. And so it's kind of insane. So Rollins comes out. He's their top guy. He's made my favorite guy. And then when he gets on the microphone, he's just, it's kind of like generic good guy stuff. Yeah. Uh, even though I'm kind of into it, the best guy in the microphone is Paul Heyman. Oh yeah, but I'm, that's yeah. another thing. That's like, but that's also one of those things where it's like different category. Right. It's like you can't even rank him; he's an outlier. Yeah, that, right. So anyway, um, Kevin Owens had that spot in that match. He flipped out. He did a flip over the top rope, but yeah. one of those where you like a guided flip, like yeah, where you yeah, hold yeah, the yeah, rope yeah. onto Eric Rowan, but he overshot. Like Eric Rowan didn't catch him. Yeah. He hit Eric Rowan, but he didn't stop. He didn't fall on top of him. He hit him and then slid off the back of him forward, so he overshot it, and then fell in between the two announce tables, where if he was like a couple inches to the left or right, dead. he would have been like not a, maybe dead. Honestly, yeah. like uh, he's two hundred and seventy pounds. He's there wasn't he, rigged to break that night, right? He's, no, he's flipping. He's flipping. So there's the velocity of that. It would have broken his neck easily. But so instead, this is testament to how great yeah. Kevin Owens is. He ne- almost has like a near death experience, but he avoids it and he gets right up, starts slamming the table. Be like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> just getting heat immediately. Yeah. It's amazing. These wrestlers are like, they're not even phased by the fact that they almost got, they're in a state of, I constantly am dead or going to be hurt. Right. It was a, well, it is a flow, it's a flow state Miz, that they're in. Miz yeah. is the best mic guy in the company. The, best wrestler. Best mic. Best. M- Mike wrestler. wrestler. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, best yeah. wrestler with the mic. Yeah, Miz. But he, right? Miz, yeah. it, it is Miz. Yeah. Miz is fantastic. But even at it. then, he's, even the Miz is still playing a character. Mm. Like, I don't feel like I'm getting genuine Mike Mizanin right. coming through. It's still, which is, I mean, which is fine, but right. he's still, there is still that half of a layer of like, this is the Miz talking. And here. Triple H is the other best Mike guy in the company. But we're talking about like, they, these younger guys should be better. Right. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. The mic, it's like, they're, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's across the board. You're like, why am I not into these segments? It's like, oh, they're not selling me on the microphone, but they're selling me on the booking is great. In terms of moments, sometimes it's inconsistent and it's sloppy, mm-hmm. but the booking has been pretty fucking great, uh, and the uh, um, uh, and the matches are really high, so good. So some there's some good stuff happening. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, Dana Brooke came out. We were talking about her, and she she went she challenged Rousey, and then Rousey was Dana Brooke was getting who are you chance. Yeah. Um, she got no heat. She was really emotional for like no reason. Uh, 
And then Rhonda was going to give her the arm bar, and then she was like, no, you pay 60 bucks, and I'll give you an arm bar. <laughs> what did that mean? I Cause, think because uh, that's a thing. UFC pay per views are sixty dollars. Mm, it may be that. It What's may be sixty dollars? I think uh, they paid to be at the show. No, I know, but I think that there's a thing where it's like, I think people ask Ronda Rousey to put them in arm bars a lot, and I think it's like, yeah, okay, fine, you pay me sixty bucks and I'll do it. Because like, if you go back, there's a lot of videos right. of her like when she was like the champ, right? And it's like different people like trying to. It's I think, but it's probably that what right. you just said. Well, anyway, uh, Batista's back. Yeah. <laughs> so, talk about looking like a million bucks. Batista looks like a million bucks. Yeah. Uh, I love the jacket he was wearing. That is wrestling. Yeah. That, take notes, fellas. Yeah. That is wrestling. I also think the next time he comes back, I think he's going to do a, like a couple more segments before Mania. Yeah. He'll be better on the mic. I think he was just nervous for this one. He's clearly a better actor yeah. than he was. And I think he was just—he just got nervous. Well, the thing about Batista, he really is like a baby face. And he's right. really, you could tell he's like a fucking sweet guy, man. Like <laughs> yeah. he gets out there and like he's like really—he seems really like uh, you see it as an actor. Like you see—he's uh, got kind eyes. He's kind. Yeah. Like he's—he's—he's he's, he's very like affected. He's really soft. Like I feel like when he gets out there, he really feels it. Like I—I I could get up in front of uh, you know this. Would you? You tell me if you think I'm not true, and if I just am not. Understanding the magnitude, yeah. but I think I could get out in front of the WrestleMania crowd with the mic and be as calm as I'm going out here. Uh, <laughs> I I mean like it's it's okay. I want to say what would happen is if I messed up, I would really beat myself up after, right? And then I think you should have fucking you should have been calm. You should have been nervous. Right, right, right. Yeah, I I think <laughs> it's weird because I think yeah I think you would be fine, but then also yeah. like a hundred thousand people. Is a lot of people. Yeah. And you don't know, I can't even fathom what that kind of focused attention feels like. Right. If there's a hundred thousand people looking at you. Right. Uh, it could be freaky. And yeah. you know, like yeah, just underestimating it. Yeah. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. That's more people than will ever look at you in your entire life. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. even like individually. Right. Like, will you meet a hundred thousand people in your life? Who knows? I think exactly. I think the, when I meet the hundred thousand person, I drop dead. <laughs> That's what I think. But anyway, Batista looked like uh, one million dollars. Yeah. Um, he looks great. Cut a pretty bad promo, but he was really stilted. Uh, and then he, Triple H had the line. He came out with a bunch of uh, development talent. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Guardi Guardians of the Indies. Yeah, he called them the Guardians of the Indians. The indie scene, yeah. right? Um, I almost, uh, yeah, uh, you must have I almost said Indian, which I was going to go back <laughs> into the, I don't want to go back into that again. No. But the main thing here is they're saying, give me what I want. Mm. Over, he wants Triple H or Mania. We set up the match. But why does he want to beat up Triple H? He wants to go out on his terms. He wants to be able to have one more match. Right. So that he can retire on his terms. And also retire Triple H on his terms. So I think that's where it gets sweaty to me is right. I don't know why I get like, it's almost like if he had come out as a baby face and was like, give me what I want, one more match so that I can leave here right. on top, uh, then that's one thing. Where it gets sweaty to me is him being like, and I want to end your career. Why? Like what did... 
What did Triple yeah, H do well, to what you? What is their problem with each other? Yeah. Right? That's the thing. It's like, what, what like, and, and honestly, truthfully, I'm not going to give WWE any shit here because it's like, who cares? Triple right. H versus Batista? Fine. Fine. Like, whatever. But he could just be like, I didn't. I didn't like. They're already breaking it. They're saying like they're breaking kayfabe completely, right? Yeah. So why doesn't he just say like, I don't like when you brought me back as a good guy, <laughs> right? Like yeah. la- like you tried to uh, like I, I don't like you guys tried to tank my last run here or something right. like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like I came back here to like come back and retire on my own terms. There's so much. I think I bet that was on the page, right? I I think that was yeah, right. And then they got caught up and they give me what I want thing. You know what I mean? But. All right, cool, whatever. I'll watch the fuck out of that match. Yeah, and I've said it before on this yeah. on the on the pod that, that this is the type of match that uh, Triple H should be in. Right. You know, it shouldn't be Triple H versus Seth. Yeah, absolutely. He doesn't need to wrestle all the Shields. Right. Yeah. All right. Speaking of the Shield, so um, oh, man, so is, is 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 Ambrose really leaving? I don't know. I got to tell you, I'm. I, I might be in the work zone here because yeah. uh, uh, I uh, I uh, I don't uh, I don't know if that's work or not because what match are they setting up? They're not, right? Are they setting up anything? And, for and they're literally saying this is like the end of the shield. I gotta tell you, I'm getting worked here. Yeah. I, I think he might be leaving. I'm wondering if somebody's gonna because uh, he is also losing every match, right? But that might just be WWE being super slick. Yeah. But he can't be happy with his booking. Like, right? Yeah, but where would he? AEW. Yeah. Right? And yeah. Or Ring of Honor or whatever. Like, the truth is, is Dean Ambrose, the reason I believe it to be true is that I think it's a good move for him. Yeah. I think Dean Ambrose, outside of WWE, will... Here's the vibe I don't get from yeah. Dean Ambrose. I don't get the vibe that he's somebody who is like, I'm not being... Like, this isn't hard enough on me. Right. I need to be doing crazier spots. I need to be, you know, uh, I need to be um, in more matches. I need to be on the road more. I don't get that vibe from him. I think I get a very complacent vibe. It feels like he would rather be, uh, he would rather be in a comfortable position at WWE. Right. Than having to now scrap and scrape for some indie promoter like a Ring of Honor or I don't know it, I, don't, I don't know I know that he he styles himself as like a guy who's like uh uh you know he used to do death matches and like he's like uh uh right can't be fatigued but as a person he just strikes me as somebody who'd be fine fine with his booking uh, I got a positive Dean Ambrose cash in let me right. hear it. Hey, Cow Nation, what's going on? This is Braddy Mac, the producer, Shabroniac, and I just finished up watching uh, Fastlane, and I got uh, two observations. Uh, quickly, S.H.I.E.L.D. member Dean Ambrose, great attention to detail. He did not have his uh, black jacket, his SWAT gear on, because he burnt it several weeks earlier. <laughs> so uh, I like that little nod and that little con- continuity by the WWE. Uh, or by Ambrose himself. Great attention to detail. Uh, regarding the women's match uh, between uh, Becky and Flair with Ronda interfering, the way that went down, I feel it would have been better that it was actually for the title. It should have been Becky, Flair, for the title, and then uh, Ronda 
time comes in and interferes and they have to throw the whole thing out. And then for the next month, each superstar would have had a different uh, claim to the title. And even the announcers could have been going at WrestleMania for the women's title. It'll be Becky Lynch who won the Rumble. It would be Flair mm. who had her hands on the title. And Ronda Rousey, who never lost it, going <laughs> for better. the belt. Yeah, and there's going to be a champion yeah. declared at WrestleMania. This whole episode it's will be mess. resolved. Dude, the whole thing, you're right. The whole thing is a mess. What you're saying is something that makes sense. They're not trying to make sense, which is kind of like, kind of the beauty of it, I guess, is yeah. that it's kind of just like when that match happens, everyone everyone's already psyched for it. So why not just have, have him go nuts? Did Becky say it's the main event? Did you see that? No, I wonder I if that it. slipped. She was like, we're going to main event. But I guess they call so many things the main event now that you're like, I don't know if it right. actually is a main event. But yeah, I mean, I think that's cool. By the way, we got a, we have a cash in live at, at Fastlane. All right. We got it. What's up, Jabroni? Yes, I'm here at Fastlane live. Kofi just came out, announced it's a triple threat match for the WWE Championship. Oh, I got Mark, tragic. the motherfucking Mark, right here next to me to my right. This crowd is hot in Cleveland, Ohio. Hey, cheers the fuck up, brothers. I love wrestling and I love this podcast. All right. James Charlie signing off. <laughs> A cheers up almost yeah. at the end there. Yeah. Uh, that was great. By the way, joining us in studio again, Sarah Claspel. While we were doing this pod, I texted her because we we're doing the Jumanji app, and I know she loves Jumanji. Uh, yeah. So you she just it. drove over here. We're gonna do Jumanji Patreon app. I wouldn't. I wouldn't miss it for anything. And you also <laughs> watched Fastlane. <laughs> I did. I watched yeah. Fastlane. And you were texting me. Why is the championship? Uh, what'd you say? Yeah. Why is the championship belt made of wood? Oh. Made of wood is what you <laughs> said. It's, made of yeah. wood. Uh -huh. It's sustainable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a sustainable, eco-friendly hemp championship title. I, that is the funniest thing in the whole world. <laughs> it's it's the best. It's I love wonderful. it so much. It's yeah. So. Good. Uh, I also did want to say, yeah. I mean, uh, watching that match, I got really mad at the whole Kofi thing. Yeah. Since we're talking about it. You got worked up about it. Yeah. Because Vince McMahon fucked him over. Totally. And you didn't like it. Totally fucked over. And then he was beat up by two dudes. Yeah. That made me so mad. So what about the, what'd you think of the Ronda, Ronda Rousey interference? Um, I mean, that was out of the blue, but... Um, it, See, it's not the clear to the casual viewer. None yeah. of it's clear. So I don't. So oh, Rousey came out of Fastlane, punched Becky. Which we, by the way, it's also not like surprising booking. It's right. She punched Becky, so Becky, so Charlotte gets disqualified. Becky wins, and uh, 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 and uh, oh, nice. Uh, by the way, this fucking iWatch. Okay, which you I keep call saying you're going to get rid of it, and you never get rid of it. <laughs> I forget to put it on airplane mode all the time. I had an audition where it started going off. <laughs> Tell me you haven't uh, finished your circles yet? Oh, my God, the Please. circles. I turn. I figured out how to turn the circles off, yeah. but now I get like calls through it. And sometimes I press accept on here thinking it's going to go through my phone, and then it's just like, hello, it's my mom. Like, on right your on watch? The, like audibly Dick on my watch. Just being like, Daniel, like, hello, hello. <laughs> Are you that? Like I'm like what I'm like, what the fuck? This watch is a piece of shit. Dick Tracy it's watch. It's too much functionality. It's too much <laughs> functionality. Uh anyway, back to the Trump voice. Sarah comes in. The Trump voice is coming back, coming at you, everybody. Sexy boy on the five. <laughs> 316. <laughs> Alright, uh, so yeah, uh none of it's none of it is clear. No. But it's like so she so Rhonda punched Becky. What's her logic for that? 
she wants, I think it's just because she wants to beat her up because she made fun of her husband, I guess. No, no, no. But she said she did it to DQ. Uh-huh. Her logic is, I want Becky in that match. That's what I mean, yeah. yeah. But it's very shitty to be like, this person has a broken foot or something. Right. Uh, is that real or not? I mean, it doesn't look like it is. No, 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 it's a word. Okay, but still, it, it is very much like, this person's injured? Well, I want to fight them. That's so... Um, that's so sh- like well her logic sleazy. her logic for doing now she's a bad guy which was also kind of unclear which we know well she came out dressed in all black so that's how we know she's bad she obviously just, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the way I just want to say just to clarify I still I love Ronda Rousey so much I think she's so fucking good yeah um, she is some people are stars and some are not. And yeah. she is a star, whether you like it or not. You know what I mean? So she, it's she's one of those people. She can't really do any wrong by me. I just don't know why they've overcomplicated it. She's the best female actual fighter, arguably of all time. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So, and and that's it. I she's think the it's, champion. I think that's it's it. because honestly, I think it's because this is the first time in what when did WWE start? Nineteen seventy five. Right. The first time since their inception that they've had to take writing for women seriously and yeah. they don't know how to do it because it's the first time they've well, ever listen, tried. Speaking of taking things seriously, I think we got to listen to this cash <laughs> just based on the name of it alone. Hey, this is Andrew from over from Albuquerque, New Mexico, cashing in for the first time. Nice. Cheers up. Land of enchantment. It's, it's about like one, two o'clock here in New Mexico and um. In in an argument with my friend about um, about merch, when is the right time to uh, to cut to cut the sleeves off your merch and turn it into a gym T-shirt? He was telling me it was sacrilegious, and I have a Dean Ambrose shirt that I got when the Shield first broke up in like 2015, and he and we were working on. He was like, "Dude, why did you cut up your shirt?" So, and it was all it was all nasty and crunchy, and so I just wanted to get your guys' opinion when if if and when is the right time to turn your like WWE official merch, merchandise T-shirt into into like a muscle shirt, gym T-shirt. Great question. Right. Thanks. Cheers up. Yeah. Cheers up. Yo, Cheers I gotta say, that, that is my new favorite cash-in. Yeah. That is my new favorite cash-in. I love it. Yo, I love it. I love that you're fighting with your friend about merch. Yeah. That's all I do with my friends. We've done on this podcast. <laughs> Are you about merch? Now, man, if you check out the Facebook page, Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page, talk about wrestling yeah. at... Four, four in, in the, the morning. morning. Uh, under his eye, blessed be the fruit. Uh, I, th- I uh, <laughs> me and my wife, I, t- I took one of my Seth Rollins shirts and I cut the sleeves off and I did it in the dark oh. while, <laughs> while watching um, Suspiria. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't care that much Jamie's about this like, shirt. like, you watching? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm cutting up a shirt. You're doing crafts. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then she was, I put it on. She's like, I can basically see your nipples. It looks terrible. <laughs> was it like a, like a real deep? <laughs> yeah. I cut it way too deep. Uh, maybe I'll wear it to the gym tomorrow, Sarah, and you'll be like, <laughs> you could judge if it's I, terrible. I, I hope to see your nipples. I'll tell you what. <laughs> well, the nips are covered unless I do any movement. Right. <laughs> I like how uh, sometimes it'll happen to Braun Strowman. Yeah. Like his one nipple will come out yeah. of like the top and it like I guess it's cold in there so it's so like his hard nipple will just it's just enough to hold his like tank top there yeah it's just it's like, it's right. like a little tiny hand that's yeah. just holding onto the yeah. shirt his yeah. nip was just on display when he was beating up Colin Jost yeah 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 <laughs> nips out um, uh, no, wait man. so when is it appropriate to do that right away sleeves? listen yeah 
So yeah. I, I will say this. I have a couple thoughts here. One thing is that I'm really, I'm really like, I'm really hesitant about cutting my shirts. Sure. Uh, Especially after this incident, um, but when I've done it delicately, I've done a, a nice job on it. Like it's turned out okay. Especially because you can check out Jabroniac, uh, Jack Mills posted a video uh, in in their Facebook page on how to properly cut your shirt to make it jifty. But I think it's just preference. Like I don't think it, I think a shirt probably does lose value technically if it had any value if you cut off the sleeves. Yeah. But the, here's the thing. However you would wear it more, that's how you should do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And some shirts, if you're not wearing them, some merch, you're like, I don't favor that merch. If you chop off the sleeves, it might get in your rotation yeah. and get some use. I'm not a person to cut sleeves off of shirts. Right. But first off, I have a, a 100 questions about like, yeah. you've got to cut off your sleeves to go to the gym in that shirt. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, you got to show the guns off. Sarah, man. come on. Okay. okay. I mean, that's Sun's fine. out, guns out. Yeah. Okay, I, mean, come I, on. I wear tank tops to the gym. I, well, you're uh, a woman. The, the thing with uh, you can't wear sleeves at the gym. No, no. Whip, well, you gotta I, cover the your it shoulders. Well, it I mostly wear <laughs> sleeves at the gym. You see me at the gym yeah. most days. I mainly yeah. rock sleeves. Uh, mainly a sweatiness issue. Uh, mm -hmm. I find that if I'm not, this, 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 it, I get too slippery. Uh, but. Uh, 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 and it's nice women to like have more use options. A, uh, I like a sleeve because you can wipe your mm. your forehead when it's all sweaty. Oh yeah, yeah. I just use my hairy arm. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I just use the person next to me shirt. Uh -huh. uh, but I, I, yeah, yeah. And they're always like, well, you know, it gets weird. But people are not confrontational out here, so it works out. But okay. I'll say, um, you're like, shut up, freak. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, freak. <laughs> uh, but, but I'm saying, yeah, it's pay Paige. I work out with Paige. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but no, uh, women have a lot of sleeveless options. Yeah. Like you, uh, women, it's very natural for a lot of women's clothing to be a tank top or, so when men mm -hmm. go sleeveless, it's, uh, it feels big. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, and by the way, if it doesn't feel big, you have a problem. If you're wearing, <laughs> if you just think sleeveless is how yeah. you should, stand to, you should, my wife. I say go for it. Is Live your like, life. Yeah. Show those guns. It? Yeah. I yeah. think you should wear more tank tops just in the real to the world. Gym? Yeah, to the so gym. So Sarah, you to go to the, the gym with me every day. This is great. This is a great. Uh, this is a great resource. Uh, uh, my gym mate, Sarah. Uh, if, Dan is just trying to prove that he goes to the gym every day, but well, it is true. He cuts does. out of the bag. I've been training really hard because I actually I'm wrestling at WrestleMania at Calmania. I'm wrestling in a couple weeks. Oh yeah, you told so me. So I might not be back in the gym. <laughs> but I'll say this: is that uh, um, have, have, all right? Do you remember times at the gym where I'm wearing no sleeves? Um. Maybe I mean I'm I can picture I've you. I've done it a couple times, yeah. and sometimes it's just like when I'm in a rush and sure. I know where the sleeve is. But I'm never like, are. ooh, Dan. It arms. doesn't feel like a big move. No, it doesn't feel. Are do you, so if a if a man wears sleeveless shirt to the gym, it doesn't feel like a, a any kind of posturing. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, does yeah. it feel like a move? No. You know what does feel uh, like yeah. posturing is when you, if you are wearing sleeveless, but you're wearing, you like cut your shirt so much, yes, that your like nips are hanging right. out, that like I can see your abs. Right. Um, but I'd say that for men and for women. But like, women have so many workout options. Like, the, mm -hmm. the, 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 you can wear like the, you know, the, you can even rock a sports bra and that's not weird at all. Sure. You I know? would never, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Cover my body. Right. But I'm saying like people, like, there's women in our gym who like wear like like they're going to the ring. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they're going to like Fox. Yeah. They're yeah. dressed like that. So but a dude if I if if I'm if I worked out like shirtless, that people would be like, what so are you do doing? You, do you guys but okay, because I um, yeah. what I wear to the gym is 
I have some workout clothes that I've bought and some that I've like gotten for Christmas, but most of what I wear is like old shirts. Mm -hmm. It's like right. I'll buy pants and then it's like, here's a musical I was in in high school. Right. <laughs> and I'm going to wear that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. It's a personal touch. It's, I mean, it's and not all that your I'm trying to show should up. tell a story about you. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, we'll save this for the bonus app when you're here, Sarah. I want to blow through a couple more things Great. before we forget to it because there's a lot to cover here. So, and I don't want to miss stuff. So, Alexa Bliss is hosting WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I kind of like this new version of Bliss they're going for, where she's like a little trashier. No. I think it's kind of fun. She's and a little. She's a little bit more from Green's Ohio. Going nuts. Yeah. For her, he's so hot for Alexa. It's hilarious. <laughs> I think it's funny. Yeah, it is. It's not swampy. It's just no, funny. no. I know. I know. I know. It's funny. Um, um, Bobby Lashley won the IC title again, which uh, is interesting. Strange. I actually expected it because I I think what they're gonna do. I think what a cool thing I would do is have a just like the monster match for the IC title. Mm -hmm. Just have like Drew Lashley. Strowman, right. <laughs> like throw all the big dudes in there and just have the ring break, yeah, <laughs> like something like that. Yeah, I mean, but I did like I liked it on Balor. I know, but what's the match for Balor? Yeah, there, but, I couldn't think of a match. I don't know. I yeah, mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't think of it, so I don't know. We'll see where this goes. The match might just be Lashley Finn, and he mm -hmm. wins it back. Lashley Finn, look, I won't be excited about it, but. uh it, it it'll it's happen. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It certainly will happen. Um, uh, uh, what's his? Kurt Angle announced his retirement. Yeah, I got a little emotional. I thought that was pretty cool. He's. I guess what his match gonna be? Maybe it's the IC title. Maybe Lashley. That'd be a cool match, right? Yeah. It's like you can either win the IC title and keep going, or lose to Lashley. Yeah. That might be cool. I would get into that. Yeah. Yeah. But why didn't they just do Finn? Even though yeah. he's a good guy, it's a retirement match. Have Finn be the guy to retire you? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they have a retirement match for Angle. So this is like a good I mean, this is a this is a good match. Maybe it'll be somebody maybe it'll be somebody like out of the blue. Like somebody is gonna get called up or somebody's gonna be Someone should have beat the shit out of him. EC three or that, something. Right? I don't know where the fuck know. that guy's been. He's I think he said like one match. Yeah. <laughs> this is probably not what happens, but yeah. I feel like when you retire, you should be able to beat up every single person. <laughs> no, it's it's the like opposite. here's a match. Yeah, the it's opposite. 70 happens. people. No, they old yell at you. They yeah. take you out back. <laughs> They're like, You're retiring, yeah. we're going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should do, yeah. but it's not what they do. <laughs> Maybe the match is Finn and they're just like, Why have the title involved here? All oh, right, yeah. I don't know. Well, we'll see where that goes, but that was really cool. I love a, a retirement match at Mania. I'm a sucker for it. See the flare well, baby. Check it out. It's, uh... This is a flare retirement song. And then he came back to wrestling, and he was that? back last week. It's Fuel. Oh. Uh... <laughs> Secondhand serenade or some bullshit. Um, all right, I don't have anything to say about Shane. I already said enough about Shane. And um, all right, I have two more things to talk about. Then we'll head to talk. About, well, three more things. Oh, I have a question. It, yeah, this is so random. Is the Miz's mom okay? Because she's not been involved in yeah, any of these storylines. I think his parents are divorced, so I are think they, it's more like his dad. So it's been recently then, because they were oh. together. Oh, I don't know. In like a, like a, nah, she just doesn't want to be on the camera, probably. Yeah. You know I what just I mean? Hope so. I hope so. I hope that yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so too. Um, uh, if, if you could watch out, Miz and uh, Maurice. What's the show? Miz and Miz Mrs. Misses. Yeah. All right. Here's the two things I want to talk about. Three, uh, <laughs> four. No, three. Um, is uh, all right. Paul Heyman came out. Listen, 
I don't need any more video packages about why Brock Lesnar is good or yeah. what he's done. Look, I am a big defender of Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. I think he feels like championship material. But we can't get a little... They can't work into his contract a little more. We can't see him, like, even in the kitchen. Right. Right? Like, we can't see him at, even on an iPhone. We can't see him just being like, yo, I'll be there when I'm there. I'm just yeah. making steak with my kids. Like, fuck you. Yeah. We can't even see that. Eating, yeah, fishing with Sable. Right. <laughs> yeah. He can't do anything. Or he can't be you show his UFC training. Right. Like, current stuff, not just, like, his past accolades. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I that's an, That makes me, like, annoyed. Um... So why not do that? Show, why not work it in that he's training for UFC? He doesn't even think about Seth. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Seth went with the I'm the best little guy. That seems to be the storyline they're going, which is like, I'm the best little guy, and Lesnar has problems with little guys. Is he even? Is Seth Rollins even a little guy? He compared himself six, to Daniel Bryan and Finn, and I'm like, you're a lot bigger than no, those guys. No, you're fucking, you're, you're six foot two. Yeah, Seth's not small 220 to pounds. He's huge. He's big. Yeah. I, he, when he stands like the Lesnar, he looks... Like smaller, yeah, but not sh- wait. He's not shorter. Yeah, he's like oh. maybe a, an inch shorter. He's built like he's built like a fucking wide. Finn is like a hundred fifty pounds lo- smaller. Yeah, he's built like a linebacker. Right. I just googled a picture of Brock Lesnar. Is he like seven hundred pounds? Yeah, he weighs in when he fights in UFC. He weighs in at two sixty five, and that's cutting weight. He walks around at three hundred pounds. I mean, he looks like a wall. He yeah. is three hundred pounds of like pure muscle. That is nuts. It's crazy. No thanks. And he's a big problem for wrestling because none of these guys look like him. So it's like they're supposed to wrestle him. Like, how do you have Kevin Owens wrestle right. Brock Lesnar? No. It's like Stroman, ridiculous. Stroman is the, the only uh, or um, yeah. uh, Drew Drew McIntyre, right. Bobby Lashley. These guys are also. Enormous, but yeah, I'm just saying, uh, like he's not there, and then Shelton Benjamin is wrestling. What the like, fuck? Because because they were college roommates. Oh, Shelton Benjamin and Brock Lesnar are college roommates. Is that true? Yeah, they wrestle on the team together. He brought him in with him. Ugh. Yeah, it's true. But they didn't say that, and no. you, you you don't know that. I, like, no I know that because I'm just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rick Shea and Alistair, keep doing what you're doing. These guys are so good that yeah. they can do no wrong. Yeah, and every I'm okay. time Alistair comes out, I mark out for them. <laughs> The best theme song in wrestling. I listen to this song all the time. This is the closest. I listen. This is like the music I listen to normally. Coming at you on Rock 102. We got weather on the nights. I have nothing. I've not gotten good at that. Uh, I don't know why I do it. But you'll never stop. I will never stop. And here's the last thing I want to talk about for the rest of my life. Okay. (laughs) I'm about to end it all. Uh, uh, how how good is Orton versus AJ turning uh, out? Yeah, that's a bummer. There's no title involved. Yeah, that fucking yeah. that. Uh, I mean, they must be close friends and like really want to like make this. Fun. I don't think they're friends. I think they're friends. Well, I think they're, they're the friendly. same person. Yeah, they're friends. Yeah, they bitch about Black Lives Matter to yeah. each other. They fucking they talk about how much they love cops. But they're best friends. I just want to say that the simplicity of beef, but uh, uh, can happen, which is just like. Orton, they had one. Listen to how simple this is, but it makes sense. They went in the back, and he and Orton just like threw a jab at him while walking by him. That's yeah. it, right? I was talking to my buddy Vince Averill the other day. We were at a party, and we were talking about wrestling, and uh, he was like talking about a feud that started with two guys who were walking down the ring at the same time, and they just bumped shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> like that. Truthfully, it's enough. That's all. That's all you need. It just, it just has to feel right. That's how you bar fights happen like that, right? Yeah. So that can Over happen less. in wrestling, yeah. right? So that's like actual like, contact. Right. 
Orton walked by AJ and was like, oh, no longer, no wonder it took you 15 years to be get here. Yeah. And then he RKO'd AJ out of nowhere or whatever. And then AJ hit him with the phenomenal forearm. And then now he's like, the house that AJ Styles built, that rubs him the wrong way when he thinks about it. He's like, you you just got here, bro. Yeah. How could you? So that's all we needed. It's Getting great. A, what do you say? Get, working on his tan, hanging out with Dixie Carter. Yeah. That was, that was great. And and Orton, somebody said in the face page that Orton feels like fired up and ready to go. This, this is the most motivated. I, I, he was. That's the most life I've seen out of him. Yeah. It's one of the better promos of the week. If Randy Orton is cutting like one of the best promos of the week, there's a problem happening <laughs> on the microphone. Uh, he, I mean, when it comes to the microphone, Randy Orton, Jabron's up. Man, mostly, yeah. Uh, historically. Historically, the Jabron's up. But anyway, uh, you guys heard it here second. That's everything I was going to cover this week. And like, look, this is a big week on the podcast yeah. here. Uh, we are celebrating. It is confirmed. Saturday, April 6th. 4 p.m. at the Improv Asylum Theater in New York City. Tickets on sale right now. They're probably going to go even faster now. Dolph Ziggler will be in the house. Other special guests that I will be announcing as we go along will be in the house. Uh, there's going to be surprises in the show that I don't even know about right now. There's surprises to me. But most importantly, the cow title will be on the line. Adam Letterman will be wrestling me for the Cow Heavyweight Championship. You heard it here today at Calmania. We backed him against the wall. Thank you to Skylar Aston for donating his attorney's time um, and the Patreon for, uh, I put a little bit of the Patreon cash in, which helps us out a lot, and I've got my title shot and I'm ready. Check out my Instagram at DanBlackAttack. I'm going to be posting all my conditioning videos to show you where I'm at. I've already started. Sarah knows about it. She sees it every day. I can confirm that Dan is swole as hell. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm ready. I'm He's ready yoked. for a guy. He's yoked and it's no joke. For the mm -hmm. guy who comes on this podcast and says that he loves asbestos because it makes him money. That's a guy you got to train for. This is a guy who was willing to go anywhere, and I'm willing to meet him. And you saw it here today. So this is a celebration. Yeah. This is fantastic. Uh, so Adam Letterman, uh, listen, buddy, you and I, <laughs> uh, I'm fucking pumped. So get your tickets right now at Improv Asylum. Check out their website uh, and uh, check out April 6th on their calendar. Or if you're a URL guy, go to tiny.cc slash cowmania, tiny slash cc, uh, tiny.cc slash cowmania. Or you can check out any of my social media, cow social media. All the links will be on there. Finding the tickets shouldn't be too hard for anyone who has a brain. If you okay? can't find tickets... Get it together. Absolutely. It's everywhere. You can find it. You can get it. Just get it together, okay? But don't check like Ticketmaster or any yeah. of the real places. You can even They're show up. You could show up and pay. You could get them at the door. Well, Very they, easy. There's five dollars more. Tickets cost five dollars more at the door, and that's if there are tickets available. Dolph Ziggler is on the show. So right. I wouldn't Man, I would I just gotta why say, wait. I wish I could I wish I could be there. Uh I wish you the yeah. best of luck. Yeah, I know. It's a bummer, but um, we'll, we'll talk about it. Anyway, everybody, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. We're about to record the Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle, starring The Rock. Uh, spoiler alert, I give it five movies already. Uh, it's one of my favorite. It is one of my favorite movies. Uh, we're going to be talking about it over on the Patreon. And everybody, this is a fucking celebration today. We're going to, the cow title is coming home April 6th, baby. Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Wrestling. I listen on Thursday when 
This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. Thank <laughs> you.